Hello and welcome to the Finder Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittis, and I am here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is the first episode in a very long time that I am recording from my car. This is great because this greatly enhances my ability to actually do this podcast because life is busy as I'm sure it is for you and so I have to really maximize my time in an efficient manner so this recording is happening while I'm driving but I assure you it is safe as possible I have a new system set up in here I a couple years ago when I was doing the podcast really consistently I had it set up I was doing it for my car because that's just the time that I could make it happen so if you hear clicking sounds like you may be hearing right now that is because I use my blinker when I drive I encourage you to do the same that is one of my public service announcements here on the find your flow podcast is to use your blinker because you get the opportunity to not only get clear about your own intentions while driving but you are also literally and figuratively telling the world signaling to the world what your intentions are and that gives the world the opportunity to relate to you right to see what you intend to do and to work around you or to work with you or in some cases unfortunately to work against you maybe um, in your efforts and intentions and dreams of driving to get wherever you are going and this parallels to life I feel in this analogy because In life, we have the opportunity to tell people, to signal to people what our intentions are, and they can join us, they can ignore us, they can go against us. Um, That is life, right? So here we are, and I'm gonna turn the AC back on. It's pretty warm already out here. I live in East County of San Diego, and it gets pretty darn warm, so hopefully that doesn't go into the microphone. But I assure you, once again, that this is safe. I've set this up in a way that I am able to keep both hands, on the steering wheel i'm able to see all around and safety first for sure so just want to get that out of the way all right friends so today's issue today's episode is about habit and habit is an important concept for a number of reasons there's a great quote you've probably heard of it about greatness and i don't remember who even said it off the top of my head but the basic idea goes Greatness is not a one-time thing. It's not like an accomplishment, but it is a habit. It's something that you do over time. And so habits are super important in my life. And I'll give you, I want to go over a couple interesting ways that it plays out from my perspective. So long-term patterns are kind of the first approach to it I want to take. So recognizing long-term patterns or cycles in life so for me there are certain cycles that I see that happen that are um, at times frustrating or challenging you know and it's uh, something that it's not horrible it's just you know one of those things like oh here we go again with this and being able to recognize it far enough in advance but also not being able to really seem to do anything about it is kind of the frustrating part it's like okay I see it I know it's gonna happen and what should I be doing differently to maybe prevent this kind of situation from happening again maybe it's unavoidable maybe it's just a matter of 
getting better at accepting that, right? Um, you know, just practicing the acceptance of it. Come on, friend, you can go. And um, and so maybe that's the lesson, right? But either way, it's something that I want to make a point of writing down. I didn't do it yet, but in my journal. So that way I can get better at recognizing it earlier and making a change. So there's other habits that have similar kind of cycles. So um, uh, in an upcoming episode, I want to, I'll be talking about weight, physical weight, because I lost a lot of weight over this last year. And there's a lot of interesting things that come as a result of that, that I want to share with you. A lot of, at least in my experience, a lot of very interesting situations have occurred. And so, but that also relates to habit because I changed habits in order to lose the weight. So a year ago, a little over a year ago now, I was, um, oh shoot, and the popos just drove right by and they slowed down to give me a look to see if I'm talking to myself. Yes, sir, I am. I'm certainly just speaking to myself. Cool, we're cool. All right, yeah, see? I got the, I got, I mean, we're good, we're good. Let's not jinx it, let's not be dumb. All right. Sir, all right, so habits with weight loss. There are habit, or I'm sorry, there are um, diets that are significantly different. Weight loss program diets, I'm referring to, that are significantly different or somewhat unnatural to having a regular everyday eating plan, which is also called like your diet, right? What's your what do you eat? That's your diet in a sense, right? And some of these weight loss programs are not natural. It's like, okay, I'm going to have this, you know, this supplement or this bar or this shake or this whatever. And for some of us, that becomes natural, right? Like for me, I have a, what's kind of like a protein shake. It's more like a protein coffee every morning. And that's become part of my habit, okay? Then there are so I guess what I'm referring to is my wife was doing one diet program where you buy all these bars and these special snacks and stuff. But, and this stuff is not cheap, I will point out. And she starts it, but then she very quickly realizes like it's boring. It's not fun being on a quote, unquote, quote, diet, unquote. You know, it's not fun for the, for her, for her, probably for anybody really, right? And so she very quickly falls off it or fell off it this this one time and is now returning the rest of it so but she's done very well with a different program that is and i don't want to say a name just because i'm not trying to necessarily promote that or any and by the way let me do my disclaimer right now i am not a dietitian i'm not a doctor i have no health certifications whatsoever so always consult your doctor before making any kind of dietary changes or exercise changes etc etc don't sue me Anyway, so she does very well with this other program. And this other program is a lot more realistic in the sense of an actual, like, you could eat this every day kind of thing. They're like real meals. They're pre-prepared. She meets with a counselor once every other week and weighs in and is held accountable to somebody who's basically a coach, right? And this has been very effective for her every time she's put on weight and wanted to lose it. She's been able to do it with this program and I think that's great you know that's something that works for her and it's very 
it, it's a good habit. It sets good habits for her that she's able to see like, oh, okay, I can eat exactly this much. It's pre-measured. It's pre, um, you know, weighed out. She knows how much of it she can eat, what time she can eat, and what time she has to stop eating. And if she needs to cheat because she's extra hungry or whatever, she knows how to do it properly within certain uh, a certain structure. So this can develop good habits because the habits that she's developing while going through this change, through this routine of eating and fueling her body, is developing habits that she can maintain even after the quote unquote diet time is over, right? So it becomes it's lifelong habits that she's learning to pick up. Whereas with other programs, it's like okay, you're gonna do this, you're gonna starve yourself and you know lose all this weight, but then. The maintenance aspect is, you know, it's very different in a sense, or it's it's hard to make that transition. I think for a lot of people, and you get that yo-yo diet effect, right, where you lose a bunch of weight and then you put it right back on, because there's no, you haven't developed the actual habit of eating healthy, and so for me, I, I had this moment, you know, I, the the breaking point for me. I guess I'm talking about diets a lot this chapter um but that's okay because it's a big part of you know what i've been going through this last year and it's a big part of habits and it's a big part of life so i was at a high point in my weight and it was because um you know just elena had been pregnant she put on weight with the baby and i'm a very sympathetic husband and i put on weight too and the first time this happened with our first child i started training brazilian jiu-jitsu i was i had a gym membership but i couldn't lose the weight it wasn't working for me i didn't like going to the gym and i needed something else and so i I found brazilian jiu-jitsu changed my life i absolutely love it and it helped me lose the weight i had accountability i had people literally trying to kick my butt and they were successfully 13 year old kids and whatnot super humbling and awesome and um and i lost the weight as a result of you know just having knowing that like hey if I drink tonight tomorrow when I go in there I'm gonna feel like crud and I'm gonna get my butt kicked and so I just slowly over time started eating healthier and up exercising more and so I lost a lot of weight and it's awesome then we had our second child this time now we have two kids right so I can't train jiu-jitsu as much as I was I used to train about three times a week and now I've been down to one time per week for the last year and a half almost two years okay so I want to just let you know it's not because I'm still training a lot and getting all this exercise this was almost purely all diet that I lost the weight so I had to really figure this out okay I had to really change my dietary habits and so people ask me all the time what I do that's something that I'm going to share in the the other episode on weight loss and weight and my experience with it I don't want to get too into detail here but the basic concept for today's talk about habits is that I shifted my habits and it wasn't a super you know so I was um, 30 how old am I now I'm 38 right now still yeah so I was still 38 um, but it was last year and I was at a jiu-jitsu tournament and I was weighing in and one of my friends was looking over my shoulder to make sure I was gonna make weight and I was weighing in at the heavyweight division and I'd never been quite that heavy before, um, except for maybe the last time I got that heavy. <laughs> but it was another wake-up call. I was like, oh my gosh, he's looking at me to make sure I make heavyweight, 
I shouldn't be anywhere near this weight. Like, I do not feel happy. I do not feel healthy. I feel out of breath. I can't bend over and tie my shoes easily. I can't get up and, like, chase after the kids as easily as I would like. These things that, you know, just were kind of bothering me that I knew I wanted to change, but but I guess I hadn't reached that point yet where I actually was, like, determined to make a change. But that was kind of a wake-up point. I was like, shoot, I'm overweight. I need to do something about this now. And so... I made a goal. I was like, okay, I'm going to be 40 in two years. That gives me two years to get a six-pack. Why six-pack abs? Because I've never actually had them, even though I've had people tell me all the time that I'm skinny back in the day. Like, oh, you're so skinny. Oh, you're too skinny. You know, get I get a lot of, or got a lot of that. You're too skinny. You need to put on weight. Oh, you're too skinny. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe you know, I'm vegetarian. I've been vegetarian almost my whole life. Um, that probably has something to do with it. Something else that probably has to do with this, I don't need to drink sodas anymore. So that was one thing I cut out. I used to drink a lot of energy drinks, especially when I was DJing a lot. Um, you know, I'd be up all night, every night, and I'd need to wake up the next day. And then when I would do gigs, I would need to stay up. And so I used to just drink a lot of that kind of stuff. And then I would also not be eating super healthy. So, um, so that combination, I just put on a lot of weight. And point being, um, I had to change it, so I changed, I cut that out, changed that habit that took some withdrawals of sugar and caffeine, and um, eventually started losing the weight. So anyway, a year later, here we are, I'm up down about 40 pounds, a little more than 40 pounds, and the experience, again, I'll talk about in another episode, but the habits that I've changed are life habits. Like, it's not hard anymore because it's just a natural part of what I do. And that's the key for me in life with anything. Like, is this something that I could see myself doing for the rest of my life? And if it is, then that's something that I'll usually, you know, pour myself into. Jiu-jitsu, for instance. Like, I'm still relatively young. I'm, you know, 38 still, but coming up on 39 this month, actually. And then, and I'm very close. I have decent outlines for six-pack abs, in case you're wondering. Um, not super, super shredded, but pretty decent. And I know how to get them super shredded with a little bit of extra work. But I do have an injury right now. Um, but anyway, point is the lifelong habits. What kind of habit, you know, the question for me is always, what kind of habit do I need to take on to get a certain change in my life? So I reverse engineer it. Okay, what change do I want? So for this particular example, I want six-pack abs. Well, what do I have to do? I could do a bunch of sit-ups, but that wasn't actually working for me. I was doing all these sit-ups, and I still had I, I had too much fat. You know, I had too much fat. And so I started researching and found, like, oh, you need a certain percentage of body fat before you can see six-pack abs. So it's like, well, shoot, I got to get my body fat down. And that's where, you know, the diet plan kicked in, and I went and started changing those habits of what I eat. So other examples. Jiu-jitsu. Um, what habits did I, I would like to eventually someday be a black belt. That's not why I do this. I do it for fun and exercise and I really enjoy it. And yeah, at some point I do want to be able to be a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. So which habits did I start instilling and making changes for in my life so that someday that would be a reality? Well, I know it's not going to happen overnight. It's probably going to be a good 10 to 15 years overall, maybe more, who knows, maybe less. Um, but 
any which way, there are certain things that I need to do on a consistent basis to be able to hit those goals. And so right away, I basically realized, well, gosh, I'm going to, you know, I need to stretch more. I need, I really enjoy just being on the ground, being on the floor instead of always on the couch at home when I'm chilling. Sometimes I like to just lay on the floor or do stretching on the floor. So I, I invested in a mat. And so that way I could be, when we're chilling at night watching TV or movies, I can be on the floor and be stretching. Not a huge groundbreaking idea, right? Um, but very important because that's now a habit that I change. Instead of sitting in a couch for two hours at night or an hour and a half, whatever, however long we watch TV, now I'm getting an extra hour of stretching in. Okay, well, that's an hour out of my 24-hour day minus six hours of sleep, six to eight hours of sleep. These days I've been getting eight hours of sleep. And um, that's that's a big deal. That adds up. You know, if I am consistent about that habit and I make that a habit where I'm spending an hour stretching every night instead of just sitting on the couch, that's an extra seven hours a week of stretching. That's an extra... 28 hours a month multiply that by 12 I don't even know how many that is but it's a lot that's a lot and if I'm and then so um, also my first or second year of jiu so every one of my first few years in jiu-jitsu I bought another mat um, you know they're not super expensive but they're also you know I don't have a ton of money to just go spending on this stuff so I have to be strategic so every year I invest a little bit more in my education and in my jiu-jitsu habits right so I built some uh, grappling dummies in my garage so that while I'm watching TV I can work on certain drills so that they become effortless mindless I don't have to think about how to throw on a wrist lock or how to throw on a triangle or how to do these kind of moves because I'm practicing them while I'm in a zombie state I'm watching TV I'm watching a movie my mind is being actively stimulated by these things meanwhile my body my motor skills are drilling these movements that are jujitsu movements so that when I'm in the mat, when I'm on the mat with other people, when I'm training with other uh, opponents or partners, I don't have to think about that either, or I can, and I can bring that level of focus to it. But I'm also adding hours and hours and hours of drills and, and patterns to my daily being, to my habits. Like this is just a life habit that I do. I don't have to think about it. It's not hard because it's become just a part of my everyday routine. Does that make sense? Do you see the power of this? And that's how that's how people get good at things is like it, it's just something you do naturally because you've just done it so long over time that you don't have to think about it anymore. So what kind of things in your life do you want that you can then say, okay, well, this other successful person did it this way and this person did it that way. Maybe there's like huge differences in the way they do it. So for you, maybe at first, if you don't know what your preference is, you have to test a bunch of things to figure out the ones you like and the ones you don't like. And maybe your own style is a hybrid of these, or maybe it's exactly like this other person's. Maybe you're able to model them more specifically. But whatever that is, if you can figure out those success habits uh, of that specific art or that specific whatever, then you can start to work on that same habit. You can develop that same habit. And so you can figure out like, okay, so for me, I knew that podcasting is something I, I do enjoy doing this a lot. And yet there's really, it's very hard for me to fit this in at any other time of the day. You know, at, at night, lately I've been tired, which is, it is what it is. I mean, it, I'm not used to 
sleeping as much as I do, but it's kind of nice at the same time. I've got to admit, like I feel, I feel good. So I can't stay up in podcasts all night, maybe like I used to. And, and nor do I necessarily want to, cause there's other things, there's other habits that I have that, that I'm working on music production, right? That's something I like to do at night. Cause that's really the only chance I get to do that. So these little habits, add up over time into bigger things. And so that's the big idea for today is what kind of habits are gonna lead you to the things that you want and then also which habits do you have that are moving you away from things you want or holding you back from things you want. So this self-assessment of like, okay, let's say, you know, for me it was, uh, again, you know, the weight loss thing is just kind of an easy thing to, to pick out. It was like, I really wanted to lose weight. So what habits do I need to to stop or change or shift to start losing weight. Well, I realized that as much energy drinks, so I started, you know, researching um, just diet stuff, I guess, health and whatnot, and, and realizing like how much sugar is in these drinks I was drinking, and how sugar just basically turns right into fat, and how my energy levels were, you know, so up and down and crash and burn all the time. And it's one thing to read that and you know conceptualize it, but it's another thing. The more I actually really started realizing how, like, I was always on edge and anxious and uh, you know stressed out and ready to like snap at my you know family if they were agitating me, and I was easily agitated. And I realized it's like, well, yeah, if I'm drinking so much caffeine and sugar all the time, like I'm always jittery, and I was always you know on edge because my heart rate was so fast and my body is like all spastic and you know I don't know how it took me so long to see it you know in retrospect it's easy to point out like hey that was duh that's why you were all stressed out and anxious all the time but at the time is like I always kept thinking like well I'll just know like I'll drink this 24 ounces of caffeine and sugar and stuff and I'll just remember that I drink it so it won't stress me out and I'll just be able to use this to to do more to accomplish more and now I look back, it's like, dude, that was, it just didn't work like that. It was not working like that well at all, you know. Yeah, I was able to stay up late, but I, there's other ways that I have to be able to stay up and get stuff done. And um, so, yeah, habits. What are those habits for you? If you can just pick one, one at a time is uh, by all, all uh, research that I've done, focus on one at a time, Make change that one, get it dialed in, make sure it sticks and then move on to uh, to the next one. So, um, I'll give you a quick uh, rundown. I'm getting close to, uh, to work here. A couple other habits that I've personally changed that might give you some insights into habits that you may want to figure out for your, for your own self. Um, oh, this person's doing something interesting. Okay, so, um, so for instance, uh, I got a pull-up bar. One of my friends at work, you know, I was asking, I, do uh, you know social inquiries to people about diet because that's when I was in that phase trying to figure out how to eat and how to eat healthy and how I was you know especially asking my friends that are in good shape like hey what do you eat how how much do you eat what do you do and um, you know got got a lot of great insights and lessons for people one thing that I picked up was uh, one of my friends at work Aiden was saying that he uses he's got a pull-up bar at home so I got a pull-up bar and started doing pull-ups, and he told me, you know, he does 30, he does 10 uh, with his legs down, 10 with his legs out front, 10, you know, there's diff three different settings. You can do pull-ups, chin-ups, or these other kind of pull-ups. 
So I started doing those and it's like, oh yeah, this makes a difference. Like, man, when I do this, my body responds. And so that's a habit that I started. I started a habit of doing 100 setups a day, which I haven't done in the last, since I hurt my ribs, but that was a habit that I was developing. And so these little things that become just a natural part of your daily routine are the things that are creating your daily life experience. And if you can start to pay attention to how they relate to your daily experience, like, oh, I do this thing, like maybe you meditate in the morning and then you notice that those mornings you, everything goes smoother or you just find yourself more peaceful during those days. It's like, well, yeah, that's a, probably a direct correlation between you getting in that calm state of meditation and you being able to operate at that level throughout your day. That's a great habit that you have or may want to develop, right? Uh, maybe you go for a run in the morning and you do exercises and that gets you pumped up and fired up. Okay, great habit. Maybe you read for 20 minutes or an hour in the morning. You've got an uh, power, hour of power like uh, Tony Robbins. And, you know, the, whatever these habits are, just becoming conscious of them and practicing them and really being conscious of the fact that you are developing a habit for a specific reason. I'll give you one last one. This is a, a bonus one. This is an exciting one for me as a, as a coach, as a consultant. One thing I do a lot with students is, you know, I'm helping students build their businesses. And with that, there's a lot of things that, that people just don't always want to hear, I guess is the, the easiest way to put it, right? We have ideas about how things should be or how, how we want things to be. And then when they're not that way, it can be hard to hard to appreciate, right? It's like, ah, you mean I got to do this other thing that's not so fun and pretty and sexy is, is what I was hoping in my mind? It's like, yeah. But if you can eat that frog, so to speak, um, do that thing you don't necessarily like in order to get this thing that you really, really want, would you do it? Is it worth it? Do you want it that bad? Okay, yeah, great. You'll do it once. Okay, well, guess what? What if you had to do it twice? Would you still do it? Yeah, I'd do it twice. Okay, great. What if you had to do it a dozen times? Would you still do it? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Okay, what if you had to do it a dozen times every single day for the next five years? Would you still do it? And most people, no, they won't. They just plain won't. They may kind of think they will, but for the most part, statistically, 80% won't. Okay, 80% of businesses go out of business in the first five years. So that whittles down you know, the field pretty quick. And um, then you know, the people that even are gun ho about it, they get into starting this new habit. But guess what? Life doesn't want to let you just start a new habit so easy, right? And plus, we're, ha we're creatures of habit. We do the same thing all the time unconsciously. That's, that is the, the key here is this thing that we do unconscious gives us the life that we live in the, outs in the outside world. Like our inner experience is a, is a, our, creates in a sense is a feedback loop with the outer experience. The outer experience is a mirror in a sense and a feedback loop of our inner experience. And so becoming aware of the connections between our habits and our outside experience gives us the opportunity to consciously create those new habits in order to affect the outside experience that we want. So if we understand, hey, I need to make 100 phone calls today to get this opportunity to do this thing, this deal or this job or whatever, sell this product or this service so that I can achieve financial independence, so that I can start a church for needy children in this country, 
you know, these things, when you can make that relation, it's like, well, gosh, I guess I need to make 100 calls a day. Well, not many people want to do that. But if the why is strong enough, yeah, I want to help these kids. I want to be financially free. I want to do this thing with my life. And I'm very passionate about this. Well, then making phone calls becomes very easy. And you wake up every morning and you that becomes your habit. And uh, that's that's it. So um, I hope that makes sense. And I'm going to get going here. I've got a habit of getting to work early so that I can run through my habits of making tea, getting my stuff set up, uh, running through my little checklist of things, my mental checklist of habits that I do to get in the zone and ready and prepared for these kind of calls and these kind of actions and uh, for my day. So I wish you all the best in your day and with your habit making. Um, I did upload a uh, a new product. Well, it's, you know, I don't know when you're listening to this, so this may be five years old by the time you listen to it. But I have a product in the Find Your Flow store. It is all about habits. And uh, for listeners of the podcast, you know, I want you guys to just take advantage of this stuff. Like I, I buy it and I, you know, I have people that make it for me and with me and, you know, products that I make and these kind of things. Because again, I love this stuff. I love self-improvement. I love getting better. I love being able to help other people who want to improve, improve as fast and easily as possible. So um, if you are into that kind of stuff, into books, audio tapes, um, workbooks, that sort of thing, then check it out. Go to findyourflow.com and search habits in the shop findyourflow.com forward slash shop and then in the shop type in habit and um there if you actually go to the podcast this podcast episode on the find your flow website and this one will be called habits or something along the line of habits i'll put a link in there with a special special huge insane huge discount on that habit product because it's not so much about the money for me in all honesty i just charge enough to make it worthwhile for first of all for me to be able to make the products and buy the products and um, organize the products but also to make sure that i'm not just giving this stuff away for free because i believe there is value when you pay for it you know you get what you pay for and if you're getting it for free there's there's still value there but not as much as if you're actually investing in yourself to get this information so that's um but at the same time these are huge discounts that are really I want to make it easy for you to get it. You know, I don't want it to be like, oh, I can't afford it this month or this week. It's like, no, this thing is ridiculously cheap because I want you to be able to have it if you want it and to be able to use it to make improvements and habits for yourself Um, because as you probably picked up, that's a big part for me. I'm I'm passionate about it. So that's it. Findyourflow.com forward slash shop. Look for habit or actually, I'm sorry, for the discount. uh, Be sure to go to findyourflow.com slash podcast i believe and uh in the podcast search for habit and then under the you know the information for the show notes i'll put a link and it will set off a little timer it'll give you like 24 hours to um get a super crazy discount and i'll tell you right now it'll be like you know five bucks or something maybe um you know it's i think going for 50 bucks in the store so something that's like really crazy a good discount so it's a no-brainer okay that's it friends i hope you're well crush it, make some awesome habits for yourself. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.